0: when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, let me give you our number. It is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, the controversial nomination of Jack Lou, you might remember as Treasury Secretary under Obama, uh, and his role in the facilitating of the money to Iran, uh, and now being put up to be ambassador to Israel, which is just insane, uh, has gotten a lot of attention in D.C. Um, and anyway, Jack Lew, under questioning from Senator Ted Cruz, you know, just refuses and dodges and ducks and, and, and weaves away from answering these questions uh, about whether he believes the world is safer because of the Iran deal. And then he does want to answer whether or not Ted Cruz's question, if he thinks it's a good idea to send humanitarian aid to Gaza. Anyone with half a brain knows that aid is going right into the hands of terrorists known as Hamas that are in full control of Gaza. And yet, Joe, your president wants to put 100 million dollars in the hands of uh, the, the Palestinians. But yet we know the Palestinian Authority is now likely to pay the people involved in the terror attacks recently on Israel. It's insane. Here's Ted Cruz questioning.
1: On October 7th, Hamas used swarms of sophisticated drones in their October 7th attack. Do you believe the world is safer today because of 233, 2231, and the expiration of the arms embargo allowing Iran now to sell uh, inter uh, ballistic missiles and long range drones,
2: Senator. Uh, I I I think you would have to agree that the history of the U.S. engagement on GC- JCPOA has changed substantially since I s- sat you, in this do room. Do you
1: think the world no, is better no, but, and safer with the arms embargo Bar- expired, but
2: Senator? If the U.S. was not. Was, if, if,
1: yes or no? Are we if, safer today with with no arms embargo?
2: I think it's a much more complicated than that because we're not part of JCPOA. Therefore, there was no extension of the arms embargo. I would have advocated for an extension of the arms embargo, and we might well have. And, and
1: by the way, the Biden administration's been in power two and a half yeah. two and a half years. The arms embargo is expiring today, and you were pivotal in that happening. Under ordinary anti-terrorism laws, you can't send money where there's a high risk, it'll be used for terrorism. But what did the Biden administration do? It waived our anti-terrorism law because their political agenda was so important they were willing to take that high risk. Was it a mistake to send hundreds of millions of dollars to Gaza that in a very real and practical way funded the death squads and funded the rockets that are being used to murder Israelis?
2: Senator, I was not in government at the time these decisions were made. Was it a mistake? I'm not not familiar with the back and forth that you're referring to, but my understanding is the funding that went to Gaza was for things like the hospital and and humanitarian.
1: So was OFAC wrong when it concluded there's a high risk that Hamas could derive benefits?
2: Senator, I I would have to look at the document to have Uh, high risk.
1: You are one of few people that has the expertise yeah, no, to do this.
2: I have high regard for OFAC. Um, I, I, I just am not familiar with the document. So
1: is the world safer or less safe because hundreds of millions of dollars were sent to Gaza when it's controlled by Hamas?
2: Senator, Hamas's activities have proven how evil they are and how important it is okay, to so deny So you're not answering resources. that
0: question. Anyway, joining us now is Senator Tom Cotton, great state of Arkansas. Senator, welcome back to the program.
3: Hey, Sean, thanks for having me on. Let's, let, let's get your
0: reaction to how is it even possible that somebody that had the mindset of Jack Lew and facilitated that, that really stupid deal, it, you know, enriching the Iranians. Now, that, that nuclear deal, if you recall, there, there was no American inspections allowed at all. And any place, any time, anywhere inspections did not exist, We already know that the Iranians never once complied with with any points in that agreement. And we know they're still pursuing their nuclear weapons and are closer than they've ever been. So uh, how does this make any sense?
3: Sean, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Joe Biden, over the last three years, has just picked up where Barack Obama left off, trying to appease and conciliate the Ayatollahs, which, of course, has emboldened them to support the kind of attacks by their proxy group Hamas that we saw a couple weeks ago, the worst slaughter of Jews since World War II, and one of the worst terror attacks on Americans in modern times. And Jack Lew was right in the middle of it, uh, Sean. It wasn't just that he supported and implemented and championed the nuclear deal with Iran. He went over and above that, Sean. He testified to Congress in the summer of 2015 that Iran would not be able to access the U.S. financial system. Seven months later, in February of 2016, he broke his promise, and he gave them a license to convert almost $6 billion in Omani currency to U.S. dollars. And then he lied to Congress about that a couple years later. So it's much worse than just advocating for and implementing the nuclear deal, which is bad enough. It's that he lied to Congress about giving them sanctions relief over and above the nuclear deal. And that's to say nothing, Sean, for his repeated criticisms of Benjamin Netanyahu, for instance, for speaking to Congress in 2015, or his defense of Barack Obama's refusal to protect Israel from yet another anti-Semitic UN resolution. Now, I know that democrats say like well we got to confirm jack Lew to show our support for israel i would turn that around sean what we need to do is defeat jack Lew's nomination to show a new tougher approach to iran
0: yeah so i looked over the senate report from 2018 that found that lou during his tenure as secretary of the treasury granted this specific license that you just referred to that authorized the conversion of iranian assets worth billions of u.s dollars using the u.s financial system uh, that report also found the administration tried to convert 5.7 billion dollars from U.S. banks to Iranian assets. It noted the Treasury's Office of Foreign Asset Control encouraged two U.S. Co- uh, correspondent banks to convert the funds in January, it announced 400 million in cash in a transfer to Iran, which which Lou faced scrutiny for at that time. And the Wall Street Journal reported at the time that the payment was conducted using this combination of Swiss and other foreign currencies, then transported to Iran in these cargo planes that we had talked at the time so much about. And, and to me, you know, at, at that point, if you're not going to explain why you did that and you can't answer fundamental questions, you are un- first of all, your decision making shows you're not qualified for this position. Because they're the number one world sponsor of terror. Number two, the fact that you're trying to hide it. I, I mean, it almost sounds like a Biden family, uh, you know, syndicate operation where they're funneling money here, there, and anywhere just to get money to Iranian mullahs, which for the life of me, Senator, I can't understand.
3: Yeah, Sean, you laid out the facts well. And I just want to stress to the audience, those facts, they don't come from Sean Hannity. They don't come from Tom Cotton. They don't come from our friend Lindsey Graham. They come from official reports of the Senate's permanent subcommittee on investigations led by Rob Portman, one of the most widely respected senators uh, in recent times from 2018. These are facts. These are not allegations. These are not opinions, and Jack Lew won't even answer them in testimony. That's why he cannot be trusted to be our ambassador. The broader policy, as you say, is also crazy, that we would be enriching one of our worst enemies, giving them hundreds of billions of dollars in sanctions relief under the Obama administration now giving them almost another $100 billion in relief, whether it's paying them ransom for $6 billion or letting them export oil to China, our worst enemy in the world, in violation of U.S. sanctions policy. Uh, It's little wonder that the Ayatollahs feel emboldened strike at the United States as we've had more than or at least seven attacks on Americans in the region in just the last two days, and that they feel emboldened to support groups like Hamas as they try, try to kill more Israelis.
0: Let's talk about where we are. We know the ground incursion is is imminent. It is happening. It's been green-lighted. We also have the additional worry, or certainly Israel does, but any but any peace-loving American should have it as well, uh, you know, a two-front war. That being from the north, then we've got this little warning from a country called Iran yet again that time is up, and and they themselves are threatening to involve themselves. Now, Israel, I don't think is going to have a problem with Hezbollah in the north and Ga- and Hamas in the in the south and the Gaza border. Um, but now, if the Iranians directly involve themselves, we know they're providing weaponry. We know they're providing military assistance. We know that they were involved in the plotting and planning of of this worst terror attack in Israel's history. Uh, If they get if they take on further involvement in this, if they take on a bigger role in this, if they are actively now also at war with Israel, what does that mean, Senator?
3: Well, Sean, first off, it'll mean that Joe Biden has once again failed to deter Iran, a virulent anti-American, anti-Israel regime. Uh, what he should have done from the moment this attack happened on October 7th is to make it crystal clear to Iran and to Hezbollah and to other Iranian-supported terrorist groups that any any effort to open a second front in Israel Any attack on Americans in the region will be treated by the United States as a direct attack by Iran on the United States and will be met with massive retaliation. I'm afraid he didn't do that, or if he did, the Ayatollahs didn't believe him, because, again, we've had at least seven attacks on Americans in the last 48 hours in the Middle East. And look what also happened. One of our Navy destroyers in the Red Sea had to shoot down land attack cruise missiles being fired from Yemen, presumably to the north into Israel. Where did a bunch of goat herders in Yemen get cruise missiles, Sean? These aren't RPGs or AK-47s, they're cruise missiles. And the answer is, they got them from Iran. And Iran has unleashed all of its proxies to try to kill Americans and to try to kill more Israelis.
0: Quick break more with Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton as we continue, eight hundred nine four one 941 sean Our number will get to your calls at the bottom of the half hour. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today, HometitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, how do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million dollars. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this a situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation Just go to burner.com slash Hannity right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see
4: another healthcare provider.
0: Now with Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton who's with us. Can we play this out a little bit? Let, let's say it's a two-front war to start, and then we have military involvement by, by Iran. How does that change the equation? To me, that that we then run the risk of a wider uh, conflict and war that could drag in the entire Middle East. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's, maybe that's way over the top in my thinking. Correct me if you think I'm wrong. Number two... At that point, I think all bets are off in terms of what Israel's response uh, and what their options then are, because their very existence is then hanging in the balance from my perspective. Again, tell me if I'm wrong.
3: No, I don't think you're wrong on either front, Sean. On the first point, uh, the risks of inaction here outweigh the risk of action. Joe Biden and liberals typically only focus on the risk of action. Well, they they shot at another American base, but they didn't, you know, kill any Americans, they just wounded some. We should turn the other cheek. Or they're demanding more sanctions relief and they're saying they're gonna kill Americans if we don't give it to them. They always obsess about the risks of action. But as we see time and again throughout the annals of history, just look at World War One and World War Two, the risk of inaction is often greater and is likely to provoke more attacks on America more attacks on Israel said, so man, I think President Biden it, has to be clear awesome that we are prepared to so act if is or if Iran strikes at Israel or strikes at more Americans and if it is a wider war with Iran and Hezbollah then yes I'm confident that Israel will do what is necessary to ensure the survival of the Jewish nation
0: that's a frightening scenario senator because uh, uh, it's not being said but we know what's on the table
3: if Benjamin Netanyahu and Benny Gantz and Yoav Gallant and their war cabinet uh, are convinced uh, that uh, that the Jewish nation's survival is at stake, I am confident they will do, take all necessary steps to ensure its survival.
0: Let me ask the harder question, and and I know America's appetite towards being engaged in foreign entanglements. Uh, is not very strong right now, and frankly, for good reason, because what happens almost every time and is that you know everyone 's all gung ho oh okay we 're going to get involved in this conflict or or whatever, and they get involved then all of a sudden uh over time, the war becomes politicized, and then it gets criticized, and then people they you know they begin to get. Uh, soft in their support, and then they say, "Oh, never mind." And then they want to pull out. In the case of Biden and Afghanistan, that pullout was a disaster, and and I fear that any any military action that is not swift and quick, you know, uh, we risk losing public support for it. What should America's role be?
3: Well, well, Sean, I think you make some good points about how hesitant, cautious, half measures often do end up failing, not just on the battlefield but they quickly lose political support. And if you're involved in big issues, you should never go with little measures. Um, I would remind listeners, for instance, of what Ronald Reagan did in 1988 after he had warned Iran not to put mines in the Persian Gulf, and they did, and it struck one of our Navy vessels. Within a few days, he launched attacks that sank half of Iran's Navy. And guess what? They stopped mining the Persian Gulf. So there are many, many shades uh, of action, from nothing at all, which is what Joe Biden specializes in, to invading a country and toppling its government and occupying it for years. And as you see with Reagan, not just in the tanker war, but in bombing Libya after the West Berlin uh, um, bombing of, of our American troops, there are actions that you can take that are swift and decisive and that will restore the healthy fear that Iran should have of the United States.
0: Uh, We really appreciate your leadership, Senator. Um, I mean, you have just been rock solid on every single issue that uh, we we call and ask you for comment on, and we appreciate it a lot. Thank you, sir, for being with us. Thank you, Sean. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program this Friday, uh, we'll get to your calls in the next half hour.
1: mainstream media loves to hate
2: this is the sean hannity show
0: all right 25 now till the top of the hour your calls coming up straight ahead uh if you are a second amendment supporter as i am you're gonna love mantis x it is amazing you may not know that all the best shooters in the world they do a majority of their training doing what's called dry fire practice at home using technology of mantis x Mantis X is a firearm training system. It has no ammo. It's all electronic. It's a way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. And you simply attach it to your own firearm. You link it to your iPhone, and you are good to go. Mantis X will give you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique. They'll guide you through drills and courses. As a matter of fact, 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. It's so good that Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces, Basically, you're looking at military grade technology and the best part at an affordable price. You're going to love it. It's also fun to use. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you know what? This is going to make you a more responsible gun owner. It'll improve your shooting accuracy uh, dramatically. Anyway, you can get it at their website. It's mantisx.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. You're going to have a lot of fun with Mantis X. I'll tell you that. All right, let's, uh, let's get to our busy telephones here. Uh, Jeff, Long Island, next, Sean Hannity Show. How are you, Jeff? Glad you called, sir.
5: Hi, Sean. First time caller, longtime time listener. Um, the point I, I really wanted to make is I spent uh, a little free time I had at work yesterday calling our congressman from Long Island. Uh, I called all three, and uh, including the one in my district, uh, Lallada, Garbarino, and Desposito. And evidently they voted as a block um to defeat Jordan's bid for speaker uh because in the past he's voted against some funding uh for uh um things that would be advantageous to our area but the problem I'm having is they're not... By the way,
0: the, let me just tell you what the New York delegation has been holding out on, All right, because I, I, let me bring you behind the scenes and into the weeds where I've been pretty much you know, throughout the entire process. And a lot of it has to do with the state and local tax deduction that was taken away with the Trump tax bill. Now, what that means is these New York representatives, they're, they're trying to represent You know, the people in this case, Long Island, other other places in New York, um, they didn't like that that deduction was taken away. But here's how I looked at it at the time. Donald Trump's tax cut did not help me. It hurt me. And the way it hurt me is the state local taxes that I had been paying because New York is such a a highly taxed state was no longer deductible for me. And, And that You know, when you look at 13, 15 percent, I mean, it is it's a, you know, pretty significant sum of money for everybody. And so they've been fighting for that. In the end, my sources, which have been accurate the entire time, I knew exactly what the vote result was going to be before it was taken today. The you know, in the end, I'm told they would go along if they were the votes that would push him over the top. But in the meantime, they're going to fight to have this reinstated. And I'll tell you why I think it's unfair, even though I would benefit with its reinstatement. Why should we punish or why should we reward uh, states that elect these these tax and spend politicians and kind of punish because states that have zero income tax, they don't get this benefit. Florida doesn't get it. Tennessee doesn't get it. You know, Texas, the Carolinas that have low state income taxes, they don't get the benefit like New York does and California does. So I think it was actually the right thing to do, and and frankly, you know, it's unfortunate. And the best way out of that is to get the hell out of Long Island
5: and the hell out of New York, and then you don't have to worry about it. Uh, one way I could, I'm in the service industry, and uh, I cannot uh, practice uh, in areas where I'd like to go. Uh, I totally, I totally understand. I've
0: been in the same situation now for a couple of years.
5: Yeah, and the problem I'm having with this is that's a single issue. I'm in the same situation as you, Sean, where, yes, the, the deduction for state and local taxes would be great, but you know something? It doesn't change my life. But these other things that are going on in this country do change my life. And unless we get this straightened out and unless we cut spending, it will completely change all of our lives. This is insanity. And to worry about single issues because it may get you more votes, to me, is pandering and not looking at the big picture for what needs to be done for the country to move forward. And I am totally with you. I, I am only
0: giving you this information because I, I'm giving you the straight dope behind the scenes. And what they were pushing Jordan for, for those votes, was to reinstate the the state local tax deduction for high-tax states. I think it's unfair to states that elect fiscally responsible politicians. It's unfair to them. They're not getting that benefit.
5: 100 percent. But again, I think we with their jobs, yes, for our constituency, yes, absolutely. But what's more important is they have to look at the big picture to their constituents and what's going on in the country and how they there's there's
0: another alternative they could be pushing their fellow politicians in new york to significantly dramatically cut taxes and i don't see that any of these local congressmen doing such and i'm not being critical of them i understand why they're doing what they're doing but i'm you know it's it's unfortunate you know, with all that said, and, and there's no doubt this, it's gotten to the point that I predicted on day one it would get to. And that is people are now frustrated and they're annoyed and they want the people's house back open. These are consequential times we're living in. Uh, you know, now the ground war is is imminent with with Israel and Hamas and, and Israel and, and even Hezbollah perhaps in the north. And then we got war in Europe that is that is you know continuing then we've got wide open borders then we've got budgetary issues that have deadlines that are fast approaching and they need to open the house the two options that are just completely unacceptable for me uh, one is a band-aid solution a temporary solution to offer some additional powers to the speaker pro tem because that tells me they're not doing their job their job is to s- select a speaker. They're in the majority, so act like you're in the majority. And, look, I can tell you that there's, there's a bunch of petulant little snowflake children that are, are fighting, you know, way different battles. And And their main battle should be check your ego at the door and do what's right for the people that put you in office and understand that not everybody's going to get their way now okay i would i would have liked jim jordan to be speaker i i, I understand how the game is played now it's t- probably time to move on to the next candidate a uh, lot of names are being floated byron donald's name is probably the name i hear the most
5: who, who we love byron donald's and uh we would be very uh happy for that but we need a candidate to come forth that they will all take care of and vote for, because the country is depending on it. And, you know, we can't just stop here. Uh, we need to call out some of the Republicans who are standing in the way of this. Evidently, there was an article in Drudge Report today that I haven't been able to find about some of the money issues, why some of these people are holding out and maybe lobbying problems. Uh, why some of these people are holding on? Maybe at some point, if you could look into that and make a comment on that, um, at some point later on in the show or within the next few days, I would love to hear. Listen, because I have. But re- fine. remember, re- remember this last bit, and then I've got to move
0: on. We have a lot of other callers. Remember this last piece of information. What did I say from the beginning? They're either going to succeed together, or they will fail together. Now, if they resolve this problem, say, very early next week, and, and I would like them not to take off this weekend, I think they need to stay in town and do their job. And I would, as I said, I recommend they get behind closed doors, check their egos, check their phones, and not leave that room till they reach a consensus on who the next speaker is going to be. That that would be my approach to things. Nobody ever listens to me. And um, so if they if they did i think the american people would say all right at least they're working and they're sacrificing they've been going home every weekend i'm sorry that's unacceptable to me you know if i'm in the middle of a job you don't leave the job site i used to be a contractor i didn't i worked every weekend you know i worked until the job was done if i had access to a home or an office or a building that i was working on i was there you know morning noon and night till the job was done that's just, just that that's what it takes to to get the job complete I'm not I'm not like, a, OK, I'm going to have uh, work eight hours, get one hour off of lunch uh, and then, you know, put down my equipment and go home. I, I, I don't understand that mindset. I wasn't. Grow, I didn't grow up with that mindset. So we'll see what happens. I think it could be long forgotten, but it's getting it's getting to the point where they're now damaging themselves. We they're actually past that point. The other thing they can't do is make a deal with the Democrats. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Jeff. 800 941 Sean is on number if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, Don in Kansas. Don, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Hi. How you doing, Sean? Uh, as good as I guess I can with, you know, the world kind of imploding around us. I'm not loving that part. No.
3: Hey, you go. You heard from Matt Gates lately? Uh,
0: no, I I actually have because, uh, frankly, he's a person that can cause an awful lot of trouble, so I try to find out what's in his head. And, you know, um, I did. I was against this. Any one member motion to vacate provision. If you remember, you recall, Linda, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't I didn't I want a threshold of 20 or 25 or 30? I believe I stated that at the time. Correct.
3: You did. Yeah. From the go.
0: Okay, because I knew that one petty difference, you know, if it gets personal between any two people, that everything comes to a screeching halt. I thought it was a bad idea. Um, I I did express that to Matt. I'm not going to sit here and point fingers. I know that he and the other seven people that were involved in this that partnered with the Democrats to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. You know, they're now saying that all of them are willing to and they have offered to leave the republican conference um and you know one of the the republicans bob good is predicting if we keep voting jim jordan will be elected speaker i'm not sure that's going to happen he's lost votes twice in a row now um and but unlike you know these phony reports i have not been out there whipping votes for the republicans i i've talked to basically four sources four informed sources and you know, all of them had supported Jim Jordan in the beginning. I haven't talked to every one of them today. Um, so but they've got to come up with a solution. And the two ideas being floated, the temporary solution of empowering the speaker pro tem, not an option for me. Uh, nor is it an option to work with uh, Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats. They need to elect a speaker. They need to do their job. Keep it
3: simple. You can get a hold of Matt Gates. I mean, you call his office and it goes right to voicemail. It's been doing that for weeks.
0: Listen, there are people that are are giddy that they did this. This is, and I I don't mind sharing our conversation. I said to them, there's a lot of risk associated with this. And I said that, you know, if this goes sideways, you're going to get blamed. And anyway, some are happy that he did it, some aren't. To me, I'm, I'm way past that box. I'm now at the point of let's solve the problem. So yeah. anyway, appreciate the call, my friend. Quick break. We'll come right back. We'll continue. More of your phone calls coming up. 800 941 Sean our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, all right. I want to remind you that, you know, occasionally something great comes along and changes the game drastically for the better. You know, cell phones, microwave ovens, GPS navigation I, I don't think I could find my own home without GPS at this point. I know it's funny. I'm like, I if I even put in my own home so I don't have to think about it. Left turn. Point zero point two miles. I'm like, Oh okay if I'm thinking of something else. All right, don't laugh. It's not that funny. Anyway, recently, Rhino Metals, our friends, that they are America's leading safe manufacturer. They launched an amazing new safe design, and it's called SafeX, and it uses a completely new way of locking your gun safe or whatever safe you have that gives you anti-pry protection and security of safes Literally, that costs thousands and thousands of dollars more, and the price is just perfect. And right now, you can save big time on these revolutionary gun safes, and they'll deliver it right to your home. Now, these are a tremendous value, the best safe I have ever had. And if you look online, when you go to their website, rhinosafe.com, R-H-I-N-O-Safe.com, Rhino like the animal. If you watch their pry test, their side-by-side break-in test videos, you're going to be blown away. I've owned plenty of gun safes throughout the years, and I can tell you without any doubt, Rhino metal safes, they're better in every way imaginable, and they offer the best warranties and the best service. Anyway, go to their website, check it out yourself, rhinosafe.com, R-H-I-N-O-S-A-F-E.com.
2: The final hour of the Sean Hannity Show is up next. Hang on for Sean's conservative solutions.
0: All right, let's get back to our busy phones. Dustin in the free state of Texas next on The Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Dustin?
6: Hey, good afternoon, Sean. Thanks. Uh, you know, uh, this is a little bit of a disclaimer here. I work about 60 to 70 hours a week. I'm just a regular guy. I catch politics when I can. I try to catch a show as often as possible. I even go to the dark side sometimes and catch the network that will not be named. So I try to keep up on politics. I'm probably above average compared to my counterparts, but to your audience, I'm probably below average. With that being said, um, I saw today that the third vote didn't go to Jim Jordan. And from what I see, a regular guy, just me here looking at, I think that's the right call, and I'll tell you why. Jim Jordan has been one of the most vocal, probably the most vocal when it comes to a lot of these committee meetings that I see him on. He's out there all the time on news. I see it all the time, and it's been everyone. I mean, I've seen him all the way back to Fast and Furious, Benghazi. I mean, lately, the Afghan withdrawal, this impeachment. And not the frustration that I see, a regular guy, not one person has been held accountable for any of that. And he's been leading the charge from what I can tell. And I can tell you that I'm not completely educated on how the government works. But what I see here is that nothing happens when even and when they're as vocal as they can get, nothing has happened. And I need—I think we need new blood in there. Like you said, Byron Donald, I, I think he would be a good uh, list bet on him. Hey, I'm I'm a Hageman fan. I think that's a huge upgrade from Cheney in Wyoming. Put her up there. Do something different. Get new blood, get behind him and push him. My statement
0: remains the same. Get in a room, check your ego, check your phone and don't leave until you can send up a signal of white smoke that the next speaker has been selected. That's my advice, but nobody really listens to me. Linda, isn't that true? A lot a lot of pain could be avoided if people listen to me.
3: The congressman could definitely learn a thing or two.
0: It's not my first rodeo. I've been doing this. That, that's why I'm not as wigged out as so many other people are, because I just understand the dysfunctional nature of this. One of the I things... Know, I'm
3: pretty wigged out. I can't believe they can't put their personal differences and their biases aside for the better and good how of the could people.
0: You, how, how is it possible... That that surprises you. I predicted oh, no. it was going to. I mean, you no, should not be surprised at that. You're too. You're way too smart. You're. I'm you too seasons. I've been here too.
3: Lo- I've been here too long. But I am just. I don't know. I just feel like the world's on fire and like babies are being burned alive in their homes. Like, could just yeah, get to work. Could you could stop? You? Yeah. Please. No.
0: They obviously they can't. And let me tell you something. Based on the meeting that took place last night, there are people in that room that are giddy that they're exercising their their perceived power. No, yeah. I, there's one guy I, who
3: voted for Boehner. I was like, that's just a slap in the face to your constituents. Why would you do that? Why?
0: Because they want their moment in the sun. That's all. Gross. And there's a lot just of there's gross. a lot of jealousy issues when it came when it comes to Jordan.
3: That's actually Jordan. a great point. Great point.
0: A lot of jealousy there. Uh, anyway, 800 941 our number if you want to be a part of the program. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts. In the little case that it comes in, it's so small you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Born on America's darkest day, nine eleven oh one, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping American heroes ever since. And when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young kids are left behind, well, Tunnel to Towers... They pay the mortgage on the family home off to lift that financial burden. Now, for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds, well, mortgage-free smart homes. That enables severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. And through the foundation's Homeless Vets program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless vets. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. And people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, they need your help more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9 11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate 11 bucks a month. Go to their website. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.